0: Our friends over at Powered4TV are giving listeners to this podcast an incredible 50% off your first month when you sign up to Powered4.tv and use the promo code Jonnas. Powered4TV are one of the leading on-demand streaming services in the UK with tons of shows from over 20 wrestling promotions from around the UK and the US, including TNT Extreme, Chicagoland Championship Wrestling, DNA Pro Wrestling, Full Force Wrestling, Ignite Wrestling, and so many more. There's also plenty more to enjoy, including an incredible archive of classic matches, life layers with William Eva, podcasts, and so much more. Sign up to Powered4TV today and save 50% off your first month. Just use the promo code JONAS. Hello and welcome to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network Sunday Special Interview. I am your host Lewis Carlin. Very excited to take us on the show. We have the current cross body pro wrestling women's champion and the Femmes Fatale champion. I'm talking about the Bubblegum Princess herself, Detective Cookie Dough. No, I'm kidding. It's <laughs> Alexia Nicole. Alexia, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Good. That's good. I, I just have to ask. I saw the post yesterday. You went for a CT scan. I just want to make sure. Is everything okay?
1: Uh, so I might be getting surgery soon. Okay. But, uh, so I don't know. I just, it's literally, I just got the scan to see what's going on. I'm not actually totally sure. So I'll, I, I have no idea what's going on. So I don't even know what to tell people.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you don't have to get yeah. surgery. I don't hope you don't have to because I know the pandemic's going to end soon and you don't want to get surgery now. It'll be bad timing. So uh, yeah. figure, no, no surgery. So I mentioned detective cookie dough. So great news. Backyard Pro is back for season three. Are we going to see Detective Cookie Dough again?
1: Oh, of course you are. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I guess I actually forgot to mention I am the Backyard Pro uh, champion as well.
0: So okay. you are
1: definitely going to see Detective Cookie Dough in season three.
0: Okay, yes. I was watching the match. that uh, You defeated Jay Wheeler. That was a great yes. match. Uh, you won the belt. Uh, so who came up with that character? Who came up with the name Detective Cookie Dough and who came up with that character? Because it's a great character.
1: Actually, uh, Jay Wheeler uh, Gabriel that he's the one who came up with the whole thing. Uh, his, it was, the name was his idea. Uh, the gimmick was his idea. We just kind of, he offered it to me and we just, we kind of collaborated together to build on it, but it was, it's mostly him. I gotta say.
0: Okay. You look like you're having a lot of fun when you're you're that character. Is, Is that true? Are you having loads of fun?
1: It's so much fun. It's fun to do something different and, um, just to try new things, especially in that environment where, uh, don't really have to worry about how people are going to react immediately because everything we're filming it and we, we have a couple takes so we get to work with you know what we like we get to see what we don't like and try new things so okay. it's definitely it's a fun experience to do for sure
0: okay and uh, the match against Moondog that was a great match as well I love the way you wrote the, the chalk around the body after the match is over where was that film that looked like it was in a cottage somewhere um, that it, like yeah a great it was location. a cottage
1: <laughs> it was at a cottage so it was a really good location, especially for that match.
0: So do you have people like just in, in other cottages watching, thinking what the hell is going on? Like, are they worried that like, the real fight is breaking out or something?
1: Uh no? there, no, we were worried about it because um at that time of the year is when people start going up, like looking at the cottages, seeing what's going on. So we were definitely trying not to be too loud and like okay. draw attention to what was happening because it was still pretty strict restrictions at the time of that first match. Um but I mean, we were fine with that. Every every match that I've had, we haven't had really to worry about anyone. Sort of like watching, seeing what's happening. Um, I know a couple of other matches that were filmed; they did have people like watching, like what the hell is going on? It's, yeah, it's yeah. just a fight breaking out. But I'm really thankful that none of mine have had that.
0: Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Well, it's good. It's good that we're gonna see Detective Cookie go back. Uh, great character. Uh, like you, like I said, you you look like you're having loads of fun doing it. And um, and the, do you have an opponent yet, or we're not sure who's who the opponent's gonna be.
1: I don't know yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we haven't started yet, so I'm not sure who is is uh, my opponent.
0: Okay, great. So let's switch gears. Let's talk about Impact Wrestling. So I was curious, has Impact Wrestling ever contacted you about a possible contract?
1: Um, Yeah, it was very brief at one of the tapings that I had done. Um, but because of the pandemic and everything, we just haven't really been able to work with that. Um, okay. Yeah, I haven't really been in contact since, but just with what's going on right now is not really much to keep in contact about and not really until things open up. So hopefully once everything's back to normal or semi-normal, we can resume and maybe actually keep talking. But um, yeah, no, I was never signed. Like that's for sure. I was okay. always just a, a per appearance uh, basis.
0: Okay. Well, now when people such as myself, so I have an impact wrestling uh, podcast that I do on a weekly basis and a lot of people such as myself, whenever we, whenever they, Come up with names that Impact Wrestling should sign. You're always on that list. You know, you're on that. You're on my list. I've mentioned it many times on my uh, podcast that they should definitely sign you. Uh, how does that make you feel? That so many people feel that uh, Impact Wrestling should sign Alexi Nicole?
1: Uh, it's humbling. Like I, it's it's nice to hear. It's nice to see that people want to see me, uh, especially because like there's definitely as happy and thankful as I am for my Impact appearances and work. There's definitely things like look watching my matches back that I would do differently now. Um. But like yeah, like it's super cool to hear. So hopefully that, you know, that amounts to something. Enough people want to see me that, you know, I do get signed. But.
0: I mean, your match against Jordan Grace on on YouTube has 18 million views. I'm sure you're aware that. That's got to be so humbling that you have 18 million people that have watched your match with, with Jordan Grace on YouTube.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Especially because I think that's what, that used to be Impact's highest, like most watched video, or it still is. I'm not sure. But like, it's still crazy that I'm – uh, like I'm a part of that, um, especially like like I said, like I'm not, I don't work for them. I just, you know, they call me, I show up. But it was definitely it's a crazy feeling to know that I'm, people have seen me 18 million times and. I mean, it must be good because I've never heard anything bad about it.
0: No, I mean it was a, it was a great match. Uh, I mean, I mean a couple of days ago I looked at it It was at 17 million, and now it's at today it was at 18 million. So who knows? I mean, it could be at 20 million by next week. And, uh, you never know. Uh, but I definitely think they should sign you. I think you will you will make a you will be a great fit in Impact Wrestling, and Lord knows they need new fresh talent. And um, I think they should definitely uh, consider signing uh, Alexi Nicole 100. percent
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. I really do.
0: So, how do you feel you would uh, match up with uh, knockout champion Diona Purrazzo? I've
1: always wanted to wrestle her, so uh, I don't know how I'd match up, but I'm really—I'd ex- be really excited to and like to see because I'm not the best sort of chain wrestler and grappler. Okay. I know she's really good, but I want to see, you know, like what I can learn from her, things, different things I could try out with her. So it'd, it'd just be an interesting match, and she's someone I do want to work with, so I would look forward to that.
0: All right, fair. Enough. I think that would be a terrific match, and I'm sure we we might see it uh, in the future, or 2021. Who knows? Uh, so AEW Dark, AEW Dark now has a second show. Have you ever considered the possibility that maybe AEW might give you a call to uh, for a couple of appearances on AEW Dark?
1: I would love that. I would absolutely yeah. love it, especially like I've worked with so many people that are working there. Like I've had several matches with Sunny Kiss, um, Penelope Ford, Allie, the Bunny, like. There's a lot of people there that I've worked with and that I enjoy being around in a locker room. So to have the chance to work with them there would be a lot of fun.
0: So uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on Ethan Page showing up in AEW?
1: I thought it was so cool. Yeah. I, I literally jumped up when I saw it. I was so excited. Like, we're not like super close, but he's someone that's worked so hard for such a long time and just helped up so many people that like he deserves all the success in the world.
0: Absolutely. hundred percent. It was good to see him. And um, you never know, might see uh, Josh Alexander there, surely a reuniting of the North Never, never know.
1: Oh my God, I'd be pumped. <laughs> no, that, would be, that would be awesome.
0: How do you feel about the Impact Wrestling AEW partnership? Um, you think it's good for wrestling?
1: I think it's good for wrestling. I think yeah. it, um, I almost think like it's, it seems like it's just like exclusively like Kenny Omega and Don Callis. Yeah. I don't watch it. I, I'm honestly, like, I'm too busy to watch re- weekly wrestling right now sure. all the time. Uh, sure. So I missed out on a couple of shows. But, like, it just seems like that's the only cross-promotion that's happening. I think Matt Hardy and Private Party on Impact once. Uh,
0: that's correct. Yep. They yeah.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen a ton. I kind of wish there was more overlapping if they're going to have, like, that business relationship. Just because it's cool to see. It's especially cool for fans. It brings up, like, matches that people wouldn't have expected to happen ever. Um, so I, I think it's great for wrestling, and I, I just I kind of wish there was more of it.
0: No, I agree because uh, right now the only impact wrestlers that have showed up in AEW are the Good Brothers. We haven't seen anybody else. I, I mean, I would love. I mean, I, I just interviewed Josh Alexander. He would love to show up at AEW and take a couple of people out. I would love to see Sammy Callahan <laughs> show up there and take people out. But right now it's just the Good Brothers. So I agree. It's just we need more. Um, need more cross promotion between wrestlers, man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, any idea when you're going to be defending the crossbody women's title?
1: God, I have no idea. Um, we were, I guess I can say, we were supposed to be doing like a, a couple of tapings. Okay. Uh, not too long ago, but then before we could even do those, everything got shut down again here in, in Ontario. So I have no idea. Hopefully soon, I am looking forward to defending it. I was supposed to defend against Amy Crimson in okay. March of 2020. Okay. Um, and she was someone I wanted to work with. She's really new but like kind of picking it up really quickly and she's pretty interesting like I've watched her matches she's getting really good really quick someone I want to work with I just haven't obviously haven't been able to and um, I'm hoping to and I am trying to kind of talk to Ben Ortman and see what's happening but there's only so much he can do too like he can't break the rules or he
0: risks losing a lot of course well Crystal Moon I spoke to Crystal Moon recently and she says she's working really hard and when the time is right she's coming for your title your thoughts on that
1: I welcome it. I love working with Crystal Moon. She's I've gotten to see her grow from like when she first started to now. And she's improved so much. She's honestly she's one of my favorite people to wrestle just because I like watching her improve. I like the creative things that we come up with together. So I'm ready whenever we can.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, she says she wants that title. So I'm sure we're gonna see that match down the road as well. Um, so Molly Holly, I saw your post, Molly Holly inducted into WWE Hall of Fame. You mentioned she is one of your favorites and it makes you happy. Uh, So what is it about Molly Holly that you admire so much? I've
1: always, I've always been a fan of Molly Holly. Um, I mean, I, I do literally do a Molly go around just because of her. That's the only reason or else I wouldn't even try it. Um, I just, I always liked her. I always thought she was really good. I mean, she's someone who you never hear something bad about her for one thing. And I really appreciate that she's such a, a genuine, nice person because it's really rare in wrestling. So the fact that there is someone out there like that is, means a lot to me because I, I don't like scummy people. And unfortunately, wrestling's got a lot of scummy people in it. Okay. Um, that's something we've all come to find out. Okay. And um, But to have such a nice person that, like, universally loved, um, that means a lot to me. Like, it's, she's someone I look up to just so to know that she's a good person. It makes me feel good. Plus, like, she shaved her head to be on WrestleMania. Like that's okay. insane to me. I would yeah. never do that. The fact that she okay. would do that, she loves this business to go through with that.
0: So if you had the opportunity to show up at WrestleMania, but you had to shave your head, you wouldn't you wouldn't do it?
1: I'd have to think about it. I okay. I like my hair too much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. If if Molly Holly had one more match left in her, would you Molly Holly versus Alexia Nicole, how would that match play out?
1: Oh man, I don't know, but I'd love to do it. <laughs>
0: Okay. Well, I'm sure that would be a great match. If if she had one match left in her and she gave you a call, that would be a that would be a terrific match. Um actually Al, you know, Al from Seaway um, Valley Wrestling, he wanted me to tell you that uh that you've done some great work for Seaway Valley Wrestling and you are definitely his number one contender for the Seaway Valley Women's Championship. She he says you are very important to Canadian indie wrestling. I'll let you I'll oh. let you respond to Al on that
1: thank you i I never think of myself as like important to wrestling um so it's kind of like it's kind of again like humbling to hear that um especially because i feel like i've been around for a lot longer than it seems so i don't feel important i just feel like i see a lot of people come and go um but that's it's cool to hear and like i'd love to if there's another championship i'd love to hold it Oh, you're, I know you're the, no. you're, the,
0: you're the belt collector right now you have two titles and I'm sure uh by the end of 2021 you'll have a three four five maybe even six titles <laughs> around your waist
1: I, mean, I sure hope so
0: so 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 uh, last time you were on my last time we spoke you were on the show um I asked you how you got your start in professional wrestling uh just in case anybody that's a fan of yours and they're not certain how you got your start I know you started when you were 15 maybe you want to just take us through on, on why you became interested in becoming a professional wrestler
1: yeah, so I guess to make a long story short, uh, my brother watched a lot of wrestling, okay. and I'd kind of, I'd sit with him. He was, he's old, a lot older than me, so he'd be my babysitter, and I just, I kind of picked it up through him. Uh, as the years went on, I got super into it, and when I was about 13-ish, I think I decided I wanted to be a wrestler, and I just kind of dove in first, looked up training schools, looked up how to get started, when to get started, you know, what I should do to prepare, and yeah, 15 years old, walked into Squared Circle, and I said, I'm ready.
0: All right. And I, I know uh, you're, you're, you're four foot 11, correct? Four foot 11?
1: Four ten, actually. Four ten. I think okay. I've gotten shorter. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, were you concerned about your size at all when you first started?
1: I didn't even realize it when I started because I think okay. I was still in high school. Um, okay. So I knew I was short, but I didn't like, wasn't around adults or anything. So I was just like, oh, everyone's like kind of, you know, like a little bit taller than me or like, maybe like maybe a foot taller at most, like no one was super tall. And then I start wrestling and i just, I walk, I get in the ring and I can barely see over the top rope. Um, okay. And it was at that moment that I realized like, oh, I'm very short.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so how were those first training sessions? I know you, you, you were the shortest one in the class. Were you, um, were you bumped around a lot because of your size?
1: Oh yeah, I was the test dummy for everything because I, okay. was, I was the smallest and I was the lightest. So even if someone wasn't like super strong, if they wanted to just practice picking someone up, it was me. Um, so yeah, I was definitely picked up a lot, tossed around a lot, uh, just so people could try out whatever move they wanted to try out and make okay. sure they knew how to do it before they tried on someone bigger.
0: So what, do you, what, was, what would you say are the, are the main difference, differences between 15 year old Alexi Nicole and Alexi, Alexi Nicole today?
1: Oh man, uh, Alexia Nicole today is way more confident in what she's doing. Okay. Um. Yeah. Fifteen-year-old Alexia was nervous, was shy. Um. She wasn't really sure who she was. To be honest, I'm still not sure who I am, but I'm definitely more sure than I was at the point that point. Um. But yeah, I think there's just a big. It's been a big growing period of sort of confidence and uh, knowledge, and life experiences. You, you experience a lot. In wrestling, and you age quickly in wrestling. Um, I feel like I didn't really have much of like a teenage life because I started so early, and I didn't, you know, I didn't really go out with my friends. I didn't go out to parties a ton. I was most of my weekends were wrestling. Um, so now that I'm an adult and I can sort of have the flexibility of doing whatever I want, whenever I want, but to some degree, um, I've definitely kind of, you know, me now has really gotten to relive some of those experiences that I didn't get in the past.
0: All right. So a f- few more questions. I know we're pressed for time. I know you don't know you're going to get going. Uh, so okay. you, you, you tweeted, um, uh, previously that you didn't think that, that that actually you thought that Canadian talent is being overlooked by uh, major promotions. Uh, do you, do you still feel that way? And then why do you feel that way?
1: Um, a little bit. The only thing is people don't realize the, uh, the risks that Canadians take to go wrestle over the border. It's, You Eve, we're not getting paid, but we can still get, we can get turned around. We can get, and which will cause us to lose opportunities. We can get banned for five years to go. It's not even just like wrestle for free, but to go to like a seminar or a camp, just because we're considered to be taking away spots from Americans. Um, And it's crazy because like Americans can come here, do whatever they want and go back home. Um, And they're around, what, four or five of the top promotions in the world. Constantly. Um, I mean, they're, it's in their backyard. For us, it what WWE comes to Canada a few times a year, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, def- it's harder to get noticed. And like when it comes to getting visas, they're expensive. It's a long process. Very few companies are willing to go through that process. Um, and I can't blame them. It's very expensive, very tedious. And it costs a lot of money, even if it gets rejected. So Americans don't need them. And that's probably, and that's definitely a big advantage when a company is looking at two different people—one's Canadian, one's American—who is more, who's easier to get.
0: True. Do you think we'll ever see a, a a nationwide Canadian wrestling promotion with a national TV deal? I think that would be beneficial to to Canadian talents. You think we'll ever see something like that?
1: I think it would too. I would yeah. love to. I really, like a lot of wrestlers lately, we've been talking about it just because we all kind of feel the same way. We've been stuck in Canada, obviously, with the pandemic. Um, and, you know, if we want to go to the States and come back, it's a two-week quarantine. If we fly there, we got to stay in a hotel. That's going to cost a lot of money when we get back. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to do a bunch of COVID tests and nobody either can afford to do all this, you know, on a weekly basis or, you know, wants to go through the hassle. So it's something we've all been kind of talking about. Okay. It just really requires everyone to work together. And that's hard because a lot of people, not like anyone specific, but you know we, every, everyone has this level of pride, and not everyone wants to work with every single person. Okay. Um, you know, if that was the case, then there would be tons of huge wrestling promotions, but there's not because there's everyone wants to have their own promotion. So I think it would take a lot of cooperation, but I do think it could happen.
0: Well, that, I think it would fit would be fantastic I know Canada has tons of talent and I hope something like that does happen uh speaking of which you know, Holden uh, Albright he started Go Hard Pro have you ever thought about starting a role promotion
1: uh, <laughs> uh i thought about helping I've definitely okay. helped out with a few shows I mean I help out with Backyard Pro as much as I can um I've helped out with a couple of other shows in terms of like you know, suggesting who to book, reaching out to talent. Um, it's, a, it's hard. It's not easy. I can understand why people want their own and don't want to deal with anybody else because it's a very difficult process, especially when more people get involved. Um, I don't think I could ever run one by myself. I could definitely help out. Okay. Um, but no, definitely not on my own. That's for sure. <laughs> okay.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. So when this pandemic ends, do you have a, an opponent in mind that you would like to face first or, or you just want to get back in the ring? It doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter. I will wrestle a broom. I literally just want to get back.
0: In the last <laughs> like time I
1: trained was in December. So yeah, I'm ready to get back.
0: I just, I love the expression on your face. You're like, I just, I just want to get back. I just want to get back. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's this pandemic. It's, it's winding down. You're going to be in the, in the ring before you know it. Trust me. Trust me. You'll be in the ring before you know it. And Impact Wrestling will be giving you a call and you'll sign the contract and you'll head on down there and, and you'll be facing the uh, owner Prazo for the title.
1: Hopefully. I mean, we'll see. If we put it out to the universe, it might happen. So
0: Okay. Uh, I'm sure it'll happen uh, soon enough. So um, uh, we're running low on time. So last question, where do you see yourself in five years?
1: Where do I see myself in five years? How old am I in five years? Oh man, I'm almost 30. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I really don't know where I see myself in five years. I Hopefully I'm still wrestling, to be honest. I don't know if I will be just because God, that's a long time and I Clearly, what I found out this past year is things can change very quickly. Um, That's definitely one thing I've learned with COVID is that you can think everything's going right and then immediately can stop. So I just in five years, I honestly, I just hope I'm still wrestling. Nothing makes it stop again. And I'm still having fun and I'm still enjoying it. I don't want to be a bitter old wrestler. I never want to be a bitter old wrestler. So I'm hoping in five years that I'm still enjoying what I do.
0: Okay. So before we go, is there anything you want to plug? I, I think you have a store and, and merchandise, but anything you want to plug, feel free go right ahead, plug anything.
1: Yes. So I have a, I have a, a online store, Alexia Nicole wrestler, I think. I'm not sure if that's the actual link, just Google it. That's what okay. I do to see it sometimes, to be honest. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, pro wrestling tees is pwts.com backslash bubblegum. And if you would like to donate to Backyard Pro, we, it's all wrestlers. We do all the work ourselves. We do the filming ourselves. Uh, we travel, so that way we're not all, you know, the entire roster on, on one set all day. We're trying to keep it as safe as possible. It does come with an expense because we don't all live super close together. So we are taking donations if anyone would like to help out with production costs. Um, they can find that on GoFundMe. It is uh, Backyard Pro season three. And yeah, if anyone, anyway, you don't have to pay to watch it. It's totally free on YouTube. Um, but if you would like to help out, because again, we're all just wrestlers. We're not getting paid from anywhere else. This is just something we do because we love to do it. So if you'd like to help out, we are. There's a GoFundMe, uh, Backyard Pro Season 3. And I think we're already like halfway to our goal, which is pretty exciting. So.
0: All right. That's fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, so, Alexi, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, it's been an absolute blast having you on. Anytime you want to come back, uh, let's, let's do this again real soon. And I wish you nothing but the best of luck in the future. And you're incredibly talented. And I have no doubt that we're going to see you either in Impact, AEW Dark, NXT, and maybe even in Stardom in Japan. You never know. Uh, but uh, again, wish you nothing but the best of luck in the future.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I had fun. So thank you a lot. My
0: pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. So this has been the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network Sunday special interview. I'm your host, Lewis Carlin. And until next time, thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay safe, everyone. So long. Bye-bye.